Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a bunch of callers that are on hold already, so it'll be fun to see what questions they're going to pose this evening and even more fun to see what kind of answers we get for them. And uh, before we get started with them, I just wanted to tell you something that happened to me yesterday that I thought was really extraordinary. And that was I was working with a client doing a private session with a client, a man, and he said, uh, my grandmother sent me to you. And I said, Oh, great. Who's your grandmother? And he said, Well, you wouldn't know her. And I said, Okay. And he said, she's been dead for several years. And I thought, Okay. (laughs) And he went on to tell me that she came to him in a dream. He's been having some medical issues. And he came, she came to him in a dream and she said, you need to talk to Julie Ryan. And he said, when he got up the next morning, he thought, who in the heck is Julie Ryan? So he said, I Googled you and I found your website. And he said, and I booked a session and he said the first date that really worked with my calendar and your calendar was a couple weeks out. So I bought your book and I read it and he said, I am so thrilled to be talking to you. And, and he said, so my deceased grandmother told me I need to talk to you in a dream. And when he told me that, you guys, I got weepy. I, it w- I was so touched by that. I thought, Who's ever heard of a dead person recommending somebody talk to a medical intuitive and psychic that he's never heard of? But I just thought that that was a remarkable story, and I was so touched by it, and I wanted to share it with all of you. So email me. Let me know your thoughts on that. But isn't that wild? Holy moly. So with that, let's go to the phones, and let's see who our first caller is. I believe it's Natalizia. Hello, hello. Hi, Julie. How are you? Oh, good. Thank you. Great. Good. This is Nat- please, please tell everybody where you're calling from. Yes, this is Natalie from Hilton Head Island in South Carolina. Terrific. Did you get any rain from that hurricane? No, believe it or not, we've been really fortunate, just very light rain, but absolutely nothing. No nothing. damage or anything. It was all north no. of you. That's right. I don't think the people that were on the coast got got it that badly either. I think it's more inland with the rivers flooding, yes. from what I can yes. tell from the news. So yes. God, God bless those people. To everybody that's dealing with yes. that, we're sending mm-hmm. prayers and positive vibes. And yes. yeah, goodness. Well, did you have a question for me this evening? Yes, I I'm curious. Yes, I do. Um, if 
my birthday is coming up this weekend, and I had this question, so that would make it a nice gift for me. But I wanted to ask you if it's possible to know who, um, where was I in my past life? Oh. Sure. Yeah. 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 The way that I do past lives, do you want me to call you Natalie or Natalizia? No, I actually like Natalizia. There's so many people, and the way you say yeah. it, it's really, it's, I love it. It's Thank you. beautiful. It's so melodic. It just sounds like it comes right out of a song or something. So <laughs> I love Christmas. it. Yeah, it means Christmas in Italian. Well, I bet it does, yeah. <laughs> uh, what is it, Buen Natale or something? Isn't that good Christmas or something in Italian that, they, yeah. that you guys say? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Aren't you impressed I knew that? <laughs> yes, I am. I think I saw it in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, uh, how I do past life stuff, Natalizia, is I envision, I do it differently than anybody else I've ever heard of, but so what else is new? I'm an inventor, so I always do things differently. (laughs) I envision myself walking down this endless hallway with very tall ceilings, 30 or 40 feet tall, and on the walls in this narrow hallway are 12 inch by 12 inch mirrors that are square. And each mirror represents a lifetime. And when we ask a question like, you know, has Natalizia ever lived in Italy before? I'm just saying that to throw it out as an example. All the mirrors that represent those different lifetimes that correlate with that question will come out from the wall, almost as if they're on a hydraulic arm. And then I'll say, show me the one that that correlates the most with Natalizia's current lifetime, and that one will come out the farthest. And then I envision myself going into the mirror, and it's like I'm walking into a magical land where I'm seeing this scene of your past life, and we're given where it was, what the year was, a little bit about what you were doing, and then we'll, we'll figure out how it correlates with what's going on in your current life. Mm-hmm. So... We need to come up with some kind of a question that you're interested in, and then we'll go from there. So what would a question be? Um, a question would be, um, who, who was I in, in um, was I representing um, a, a person of interest or of influence in my past life? Mm, great question. So basically, were you uh, a person in a, that that lived a life of influence? How about that? Yes. That, does that work? Okay. Yes. It's going to be funny if we find out you were the Queen of Sheba or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we go. Walking down the hallway, show me the past lives in which Natalizia was a was a person who had a lot of influence. And there's a bunch of them coming out. All right, show me the one that correlates the most with what's happening in Natalie's current life. Do you want to know that or do you want to know which life where you had the most influence? What That thought just came to me too. What would you prefer? The first one, I guess. Okay, all right. How it correlates with your current life? Yeah. Okay, so show me the one. Okay, it's kind of not that far in front of me on the left and it's up really high. So it's like I'm on a forklift being lifted up. You know, you see forklifts running through um, 
uh, manufacturing plants, you know, getting stuff. Well, heck, you can see them in Costco. You don't have to go in a manufacturing plant. And so I'm going into this one. Show me. All right. So the year was 1792 when you lived this lifetime. And funny enough, it was in what used to be called Siam, which is basically um, Asia. You know, the the um, the King and I, the movie. Yes. I'm not. I'm not sure if it was Indonesia or what it was, but I know it. What it or what's called now. I'm. I'm not sure if it's Indonesia or what, but um, it used to be called Siam, and then I know they changed it. So that would make sense because the King and I was filmed in about that year. I mean, you know, the story took place in uh, colonial times. So, all right, let's see what's going on with this. Oh, you were a man in that lifetime, Natalicia, and you were a judge. You were like a, a, a judge in a court for people that broke the law. And you would uh, listen to the trials and you would uh, decide whether somebody was guilty or not and if they were going to be going to jail or not, going to prison. You know, they had dungeons back then and that kind of stuff. So how does this correlate with what she's doing in her current life? That you're very uh, ethical is what I get. You're, you're very concerned about ethics and about doing things right. And if somebody wants to do something that feels a little shady, you're mm-hmm. saying, we're not doing it that. We're not doing that. We're not doing it that way. Does that yeah. make sense yeah. to you? Yes, it does. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, good. I'm glad you're not Thank a shady lady and that we'd have to come visit you in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's okay. Awesome. So, yeah, so basically, you're extra aware of doing the right thing is what I would say, and following the law and following what's the ethical thing to do. So that's interesting. Yes, it is. All right. Well, thanks for calling. My pleasure. Thank you. All righty. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see who else we have. I believe our next callers are, we got two. It's Queen and Deshaun. Hello, hello. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm, I'm on the same phone with Wednesday, and Deshaun is on his own phone. Okay, well, we got Queen and Wednesday then. Yes. Terrific. Where are you guys calling in from? We're calling from Ocala, Florida. Okay. What's happening down there in horse country? Nothing but hot rain and a lot of more rain and hot days. Hot rain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it does rain and get 10 times hotter every day. Yeah, yeah. It gets a little muggy, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, very muggy. And I work well. in a warehouse, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Is it, it, it's not air-conditioned, probably, is it? Not not where the warehouse area is. It's like a store. I work inside of Cheney Brothers. So it's a uh-huh. store there, and you just got a bunch of fans. But upstairs and throughout the rest of the building, there's AC. Oh, my gosh. So unfair. Wow. <laughs> Uh, well, hopefully the weather will break soon, and then you'll have cooler temperatures. Definitely. And then you're going to be you're going to be loving it when the rest of the northerners are buried in snow. Yes, yes, that's yeah. true. <laughs> you got a question for me? Yes. Um, 
we we want to know we're currently starting a hair company at the moment and we've pretty much got everything up and running and we are down to selecting the, the right vendor for our hair company and mm-hmm. we found this very interesting vendor and we just want to know if like this will be a good idea to go with the vendor that we have in mind okay. or should we keep on searching pretty much like is we on the right path basically well, when you talk about a hair company, Queen, what are you talking about? Like a super cut or a beauty salon so, or what so are you we're thinking? Starting, we're starting an online hair company. We'll be selling 100% raw Indian hair. And mm. we found a bunch of vendors pretty much um, who ship the hair from India over to the U.S. And we'll basically set our price list and everything, put the hair up on our website, and we'll be selling all kinds of hair of all different ways, patterns, 360 wigs, lace fronts, everything. And we just want to know, like, we got a couple, we've been debating between a few vendors. And we have one in mind that we recently just found. And I just want to know if we're on the right path or are we moving too fast? Should we keep searching? Well, can you give me names or can you give me something that identifies them? So we'll get actual answers on each individual one for you. How about that? They're called Katie Brazilian Hair. Katie, K-A-T-Y or K-A-T-I-E? Yes, K-A-T-Y. So Katie Brazilian Hair, is it in Queen's Best Interest to do business with Katie Brazilian Hair? I'm getting a yes before the question's even out. So, yep, (laughs) they're good. Yeah, you like their stuff, you like their products. Exactly. And then then what are the other ones? We have one that's called Boss Extend, and they're located in the U.S., and they're um, in Stockbridge, Georgia. And they're more for like doing drop shipping with them. They do have wholesale and everything. They have great reviews, but Katie hair kind of offers a bigger variety of stuff. I get that it, it's good for you to do business with the um, American company as well. I got a yes on them too. And, and here's from my entrepreneur days. Um, here's something that I'll that I'll just throw in there. This is, this is from Julie. It's not woo-woo. Um, you probably always want to have American suppliers as part of the lines that you offer because sometimes with, with customs and stuff, stuff can get delayed. And, right. and then you're really out of luck. And it's, I used to, when I had my medical device manufacturing company, we used to ship internationally. And, oh, my gosh, it is so yeah complicated to do that with bill of lading and all that kind of stuff. And I have colleagues who have experienced things with customs where they had their products sitting 20 miles off the coast and they wouldn't let them in for months at a time because there was something that wasn't right with the paperwork. So I think it's really, I think it would be really prudent and it would make a lot of sense for you to have at least a couple American vendors in all the lines that you offer in case you come into some kind of customs nonsense. Definitely. Yes, I agree. That's awesome. That's that's great to know. Yeah. You really confirmed everything and we really appreciate that. Yeah. And then and then do some nosing around to Queen about freight forwarders that mm-hmm. they use because they'll they'll use a and again, I just had a lot of experience with this shipping to different countries, primarily in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh and and the freight forwarders that you use and that they use will make all the difference on how smoothly it goes. So find out who their freight forwarders are and okay. and then 
strike up a relationship with them if you're going to be importing importing things. Okay. Okay. okay definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this business has tons of potential. What are you going to call it? It's called Hollywood Luxury Hair. And do you have a website yet? Yes, we've been starting to build our website, and now we're just pretty much this weekend, tomorrow, we're actually going to um, Boss Extend, which is in Atlanta, Georgia, because we wanted to see about them. And we were going to test the hair out and everything, you know, install the hair, make sure it's good hair before we start to sell it. And they offer stock pictures, and we're going to use the stock pictures for our website. Perfect. And so what's your website going to be so everybody can go look at it in a week or week or two when you get it up and running? The website will be HollywoodLuxuryHair.com. That is perfect. the domain name, so you can look it right up under that. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, how exciting. I'm thrilled it's for so you. It's so exciting. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. You bet. Let's just get that website out there, and then people can check it out, and they can tell their friends, and we'll just get you some marketing going for free. How about that? Yes, let's do that. Definitely. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, call back in and let us know how it's going once you get it up and running. I will definitely keep you posted. Okay. Thanks. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see who's next. I believe it's Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hi. How are you, girl? Good. This is my first time on this call, so I'm super excited to be engaging oh, with you. Dr. Christine Northup recommended you to me. Oh, uh, God love her. She's a fairy yeah. godmother of women's health. Yeah, she is. She absolutely is. So I've got some issues uh, going on here, and I need to know. Doctors are recommending one thing, and I'm not. I'm not feeling it because. My whole concern is, you know, I think Western medicine has some pluses, but I'm more that God has created everything that we need and it doesn't always result in surgery or what science says. I'm a firm mm-hmm. believer that as a spiritual energy type of woman. And mm-hmm. um, so um, I think when you have surgery, depending on what it is in the situation, everybody's different. But for me, if you keep dealing with the symptom, it's like a tree. You're not dealing with the cause. So if you cut this and you cut that, you're putting a Band-Aid over it. So I'm trying to find out uh, why these tumors keep reoccurring and what can we do to deal with what is the problem? What's going on with me that's off balance? Is it environment? Is it, is it, is it diet? What is it about my genetic situation that I've had reoccurrences of these uh, tumors. Okay, tell us about the tumors. Okay, so so 2014, November 13th, I had a, I uh, lived in New York, so quickly, um, not a person go to the doctor. Anyway, I had pneumonia, they did chest x-ray, they had found a 2.4 centimeter mass, it was a lump in the left breast. They did a biopsy okay. and they said it was something in the right breast. Okay, so we had the surgery, da 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 da. Six weeks later, pathology report, and they say, hey, we didn't get it all. We got to go in and cut again. I said, no, I'm not the Christmas turkey, no more cutting. I'm done. I went to, <laughs> I said, you know, you did your best. We'll let God do the rest. I told my doctor, who was the chief of surgery, oncologist, and she said, Catherine Western Medicine. I said, you're not my source. I went to Brazil. I went to John of God in Abidjania, Brazil. I stayed there for two weeks. I came back to the state. I took another MRI. And even though I left with breast cancer, when I came back, there was not a trace. After the MRI, I said, benign, benign, no breast cancer. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. So I know 
I've seen the light of God. I know better than some people. Uh, I have tremendous faith. Uh, and I just know that I know. So uh-huh. then 2016, I had a, a, a discharge from the breast nipple was a, a blood discharge. I went to see a doctor in the States and she said, oh, it's DCIS, which means non-invasive, not anything major. So they do another lumpectomy, same uh-huh. breast. So recently they said, I always do my own examinations. And I said, OK, I'm feeling something because sometimes the scar tissue, what's going on? So I had a biopsy and they said, OK, Catherine, this is this is coming back three times. We just need to do a mastectomy. I'm like, no, nah, not so fast. I already paid your rent on Park and Avenue three times. Unless y'all doing some profit sharing, you're not going to keep cutting up on me because here's the deal. We're not getting to the core of what's going on. We're only dealing right. with the symptoms. It's a tree that has branches. Just because you cut the branch off, you haven't changed the roots of the tree. So we need right. to understand what is going on with my makeup. You know, I have some ideas myself, but I wanted to hear your take. Okay. All right. So where are you calling in from? I forgot to ask you that. I'm calling in from uh, North Carolina at the moment. Okay. Are you okay with the weather down there? Oh, the yeah, because I'm inland. Nothing happened. Nothing happened to me. Okay. I'm, I'm not anywhere near where the coastline is, so now I'm perfectly fine. Thank you. Okay, perfect. What I'm going to mm-hmm. do, Catherine, is I'm going to get you on my radar, and I do that mm-hmm. by raising my vibrational level to the level of spirit, because when our spirits are attached to bodies, we vibrate more slowly, simply mm-hmm. because the body has mass. And mm-hmm. so by raising my vibrational level, I'm able to connect to your spirit, I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. And it's going to be as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And then we'll see what's going on. And I've already gotten the hit to do a, um, a, some genome editing on you. So I'll mm-hmm. do that, and I'll explain what that is in just a second as a healing. But I just want to get you on my radar first and see mm-hmm. what's happening. So, okay, got you shooting energy through you. Okay, so it, the energy went to the outside of your right breast first. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where those tumors have been, but the energy always goes where it's most needed first. And um, looks to me like you've got some cysts on the outside of your right breast. Is that where you're feeling some lumps? No, it's the left breast. It's the left breast. Okay, well, you've got stuff going on in the right breast that's mm-hmm. more of an issue than the left breast. So mm-hmm. let me see what's happening All right, so I, I'm not seeing it in the middle part or the underneath part of your breast, but what I'm seeing is in your, hi, LaShonda, I'm going to put you on hold, or on mute, not on hold, on mute, and uh, she just joined us. So um, do you wear an underwire bra? I used to for years. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are, you, what are you doing now? I'm not. Sometimes, okay. often on one. Okay, because sometimes that that irritates the tissue, you know, where the wire comes up on the sides. Mm -hmm. And I see it so often with women. So Mm -hmm. I'm not seeing, are they thinking this is malignant? They all look benign to me. I'm not seeing malignancy in any of these cysts Mm -hmm. that I'm seeing. So, Mm -hmm. um, uh all right, let me go ahead and do this genome editing. What happens is I, there's a, there are strands of DNA that are coming out of, of a chromosome. And these are strands of DNA that are recipes for how the cell behaves. 
Mm-hmm. And so there are four strands that have come out of a chromosome. I'm watching the letters that make up the recipe get resequenced, and it's called mutation correction. So mm-hmm. I'm watching those. The first one gets done, it pops back in. Second one's pop back in. Third one's done, pop back in. Fourth one's done, pop back in. And the letters get rearranged. Have you ever played, played Scrabble? Yeah. Where you move mm-hmm. letters up and around mm-hmm. and over and all that. That's what I see happen, but I see it happen in warp speed, just super mm-hmm. fast. And mm-hmm. then they, they pop back into the chromosome. I think it would make sense just because of time's sake, if you can schedule a private session, Catherine, sure. um, just go to AskJulieRyan.com. We'll have a whole hour to really mm-hmm. figure out mm-hmm. what's causing them, how can you avoid them, what's happening. I I okay. think I think that would make the most sense just because this is this is a big deal, yeah. obviously. Okay. No so, problem. Do that. Just go to AskJulieRyan.com and you'll see book a session and click on that and okay. then just pick a date and time. But okay. delighted to meet you and um, I, I think we'll be able to help you a lot with that. Okay. Perfect. Thank okay. You. Thanks for mm-hmm. calling. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Okay. Let's see who we have next. I think we got Suze. Hi, Suze. Oh, hi. Thanks so much for taking my call. I'll move out of where the bird's sanctuary here is here. (laughs) So um, I just wanted to say I did get the results of the MRI, and the doctor said that the tendon looks pretty badly torn. And so she's saying I either need surgery, which you said last week, you know, you didn't think I need surgery, so I'm hoping I can avoid it. So she has me in the boot to try for three weeks. And um, I'm just wondering if you could send any more healing energy and give me ideas on what I can do to try to heal it myself, like visualizing you know, how to visualize maybe the tendon looking a certain way and just trying to be really, you know, careful with it for three weeks. And she recommended PT, but I thought maybe it would be better not to start that right now. I don't know if that's in the best interest, you know, to be doing it while it's um, so torn. So that's what I'm calling about. See okay. Susie, tell everybody where you're calling in from, please. From the San Francisco Bay Area. And then tell everybody what happened with your, with your foot. Oh, just to, um, well, I had surgery on this tendon in January of 2015, and it just never quite healed, but then it seemed better, and then somehow a couple months ago it started hurting again randomly out of the blue, and now it's, with the MRI this week showed that it's torn pretty badly, she said, yeah. or she said it looks I, pretty bad. And I think I looked at it last week, if I remember yeah. correctly. That was before I, the MRI, yeah. Yeah, and, you and saw I said, tears, I said yeah. what did you do? You tweaked this thing. Yeah, and I have no idea, you know, what yeah. I did. I didn't do anything really that I know of, but she just, right. so that's why she said, I know you don't want to have surgery after the first one didn't work well. You know, I had nerve right. damage and stuff. So right. she's saying, you know, we can try. And she doesn't do surgery herself, so I'd have to go see another doctor, and I don't, you know. Today, someone I was at lunch with someone, and she recommended her foot doctor. So maybe if I do have surgery, I could maybe try hers. But I really love to try to heal it myself in the boot. You know, try. Do you think three weeks would be enough in the boot? Or I believe that you can heal it without surgery at this mm-hmm. moment in time. That now that's tonight. Yay. That can change because it's a future thing. What mm-hmm. I'm watching happen is I'm watching those muscle fibers 
just get reinforced again. We Thank we put you. it back together last week. I'm watching mm-hmm. them get reinforced. And what they look like, Susan, they look like hair thin lines that are blue, and they remind me of a piece of gauze. You know how you have the mm-hmm. vertical lines on a piece of gauze, mm-hmm. and then you have the horizontal lines. That's what this looks like, and it's a patch that's gone over this tendon. I also get that it's in your best interest to have physical therapy. Oh, okay. Okay. I will do yeah. that then. So, and so I would do that, and I think you're thinking clearly with the um, with the. Let's see if it'll heal on its own. Stuff heal. Our bodies have a tremendous capacity to heal, like what Catherine was just saying. I have a very dear friend named Jo Marie, and she fell and bro- just broke the daylights out of her shoulder, tore her rotator cuff. Mm. I mean, it was bad, bad, bad. And it was three days before her son's wedding. Wow. And so I, I met her husband called me and I met him at the emergency room. They live here in Birmingham. And I really thought they were going to want to, I actually went to the surgeons with her the next morning. And I thought that they were going to have to put a new shoulder in. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's so badly broken that I, I just don't even know that I can put a new shoulder in. So let's just wow. see what happens. You know what? She completely healed. She has full mobility. There was no surgery. Wow, that's amazing. Completely. So just keep so, visualizing it healed and yep, yep. that. Okay. Absolutely. Does so, three weeks seem like enough time in the boot, or do you think it should be longer? Well, let's let's revisit it in three weeks and see how you do. Okay. But All at, right, this, well. at this point, I get that physical therapy does make sense. Okay, that's good to know. I was going to try to bypass it and do it myself, but okay. Thank you so much, Julie. Okay. I appreciate you so much. Wish both okay. you. Have a great week. Feel better. You Thank too. You. Bye-bye. Okay. Most of us have busy lives, and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All righty. We do this show every Thursday night and it's at 8 Eastern, 7 Central and 5 Pacific. You can find this information a bunch of different places. Go to my website, askjulieryan.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the homepage and you'll find it there. You can find it anywhere in the show notes that you, uh, where you download podcasts and it's in there. It's, uh, we're on a bunch of different networks, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, Google Play, Blueberry, bunch of them, and also on YouTube. 
So you can find it there. Also, I post something on the day of the, sh- of the show. So on Thursday mornings, I always post something on social media. And I'm on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan, and I'm on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. So there'll always be something there where you can get this information. And then lastly, if you sign up for my blog, that's a question that somebody has submitted. And it's, we pick a different question each week, and then I answer it. And it's it, in the body of the email is all this call-in information. So it's just a reminder that if you have a question and you want to call in and join us, we'd love to have you. So with that, let's go to our question this week, and it's from Mia. And Mia lives in Carroll, Carroll Stream, Illinois. And she said, hello, Julie, I've been suffering from anxiety all my life, but six years ago, I had a panic attack while driving. I thought it was a heart attack. Afterwards, I rested, and since that time, I've had two more attacks. They are terrifying. Right now, I can drive around the blocks by my house, and I'm not afraid, but I work from home, and when I go any farther, I have to get rides everywhere. I used to be so independent. I've been to so many doctors, therapists, had hypnosis, acupuncture, my eyes check. I've tried everything. I'm constantly dizzy, and I seem to get worse at stop signs and red arrows. Why is this happening to me? Am I missing something here? Will I always be like this? Thank you for listening, Mia. And here's my response. Hi, Mia. Sounds like you've really been through a lot with this situation. So in order to get some answers for you, I energetically connected to you. The first thing I did was a medical scan on you and noticed what looked like low hormone levels. As part of a healing, I watched energetic estrogen get applied to your body and it immediately made you look vibrant. To find a doctor in your area who specializes in bioidentical hormones, that's what you want to do if you're going to do hormones. You want to do bioidentical hormones because those are the ones that absolutely match what our bodies manufacture when we're young and fertile. I went on to say, please visit the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine or the Institute for Functional Medicine. I also got that means I received information. You were low on other vitamins and minerals like magnesium, omega-3s, and B vitamins. The Cleveland Clinic says fluctuation of hormones can exacerbate panic attacks, and Amen Clinic says adequate vitamin and mineral levels help prevent and control panic attacks. I truly believe by optimizing your hormone levels and adding the vitamins, et cetera, mentioned above, you'll be able to overcome your panic attacks. Hope this information helps. Thanks for your question. So a couple of things. First of all, these panic attacks are real. I have known people that get them. It, it's just traumatic and it really upsets their lives. And so my heart went out to Mia on this question. And I thought it was interesting when I had her on my radar that the first thing that came up was lack of hormones. And I think in particular estrogen and progesterone, but especially estrogen. And then I thought it was interesting too that I got more information about those vitamins and minerals that uh, were lacking. So those are pretty easy things to fix. And if it can help her not have to 
spend her life being afraid to go places to drive, my goodness, how fabulous would that be? So for any of you that are having panic attacks or know anybody that is, send them this blog and see if that some of this information will help them too. And if you go on my site uh, to this blog, there the links are all on there and you can see it there. Also, before I forget, I give away a free one-hour session each month, and it's valued at $155. And in order to enter the drawing, you just got to do these three easy things. Number one, follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan. Number two, write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes at Ask Julie Ryan. Just go to iTunes.com slash Julie Ryan, and it'll take you right to my page, and you can leave a review there. Subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. So you do those three easy things. I announce the winner the first Thursday of every month. So you've got what about another couple of weeks to get your um, get your name in the hat to see if you're going to win a free one hour session. And for those of you that don't win and you want a one hour session, just go to my site and schedule one, and then I'll get you for a whole hour, and that works out great too. Lots of fun. Okay. Let's go back to the phones and see who else we have. I believe our next caller is Deshaun. Hi, Deshaun. Are you there? Say yes for me. Hi there. How are you? I'm trying to get your phone off you, Ma. <laughs> okay, I can hear you. I can hear you. Are you there? Did we lose you? Yes. Can you hear me? Now I can. Yes. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing there? I'm well. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Florida. Okay. Well, you're, t- you're down there with that hot queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, That's she my is sister. A queen. She is a queen. So, you know, get her some air conditioning. Yeah, or, yeah or that's my little sister. You know, or fan her with a palm branch or something, palm leaf or something. <laughs> you got a question for me? Yeah, I got two questions for you. Okay. I want to know if you could do a body exam on me and my dog. Sure. Yeah. What's going on with you? Uh, I got diabetes. Okay. All right. Type 1. And I had it for a while now. So childhood? No, not since childhood. Since uh, like a few weeks before my 21st birthday. Okay. And they're calling it type one? Yes. Okay. So are you on insulin then? Yes. Okay. All right. So what do you want me to what do you want me to check out? Are you having some problems with that or what's going on? Yeah, I go on I go into comas and stuff. Oh jeez. Okay. All right. So how can I help you with it? You want me to just get you on my radar and see what I see? Yes. Lots of inflammation, lots of inflammation. So my laser beam came from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, Deshaun, and it hooked into you in Ocala. And I shot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. And it's like I got a big screen TV in my head, and I'm looking at you with my mind's eye. It's like, it's like you're in a Star Trek movie and you're a hologram of yourself. You know, yes. in Star Trek where they say, beam me up, Scotty? Yeah. 
Beam me up, Scotty. That's what you look like. Okay, so lots of inflammation. Let me get that calmed down. What are you doing with uh, food? Tell me about what you eat. Um, I try to eat good, but I don't eat the best I should. Okay, all right. That's that's going to be what's going to get you well and keep you well. And I heard a doctor speak from the University of Indiana, Indiana University, I guess is what it is, in Bloomington, Indiana. I want you to Google that. Google the diabetes program at Indiana University. Indiana University. And look and see what their protocol is because they have helped so many people and they really have some leading edge things that they're doing. And a lot of it deals with diet. And a lot of it deals with different vitamins and minerals and things. And they're, they're getting people well pretty quickly. Type 2 diabetes, um, diabetics, they're getting them off their, their meds or getting their meds reduced within the first couple of weeks. So the protocols that they're doing, and they've done lots and lots of studies, and I don't remember the doctor's name, Deshaun, but I want you to Google diabetes program at Indiana University, and her information will come up. And then I want you to look into that with her. Find out what she's doing. Maybe think about putting a call into her, one of her colleagues up there. See if they've got somebody with whom they work down in in your part of Florida. And uh, if not, see if there's something that you can do with them long distance. Okay. Okay. And what's going on with your dog? Uh, He died last Friday, but I don't know if it was from like heat exhaustion to being outside or was he poisoned? Oh, I get no, he was not poisoned. He wasn't? No. Okay. And I don't get it was from heat exhaustion either. What, how old was he? Um, a little over a year. One year? That was it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Tell me his name. His name was Crump. Crump? Crumpish, yes. Crumpish. Okay. Well, what I got was a congenital heart defect. So it might have been something he already had? I think he was born with it. Yeah, congenital usually means they're born with it. I think okay. he had a heart defect. And maybe the heat helped, you know, cause problems, but I get that it was a con- it was a congenital heart issue that he had. So, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That's so hard. Goodness, what kind of dog was he? A bully. A bulldog? He was almost a bulldog, like a half bulldog. He was a bully. What's a bully? What's the other half? It's, it's like another breed. It's like an uh, American bulldog or an old English bulldog mixed with a pit bull. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think that, I don't think he died from either thing. I think he had, he had something wrong with his heart when he was born and you just didn't know it. Okay. So, yeah. But the cool thing about that, Deshaun, is his little spirit will be around you for forever, yes. for the rest of your life. And so um, I, I think that's really sweet. And it, it's always that way. I always see all these pet spirits when somebody's dying. <laughs> and invariably, yeah. it's, you know, dogs that people had when they were really little or something. And, and so their kids or their spouse doesn't know about them. And then they'll ask a brother or sister and they'll say oh yeah that was fluffy or whatever when we had when we were kids <laughs> yeah. So, yeah okay well go get that palm branch so you can 
fan your sister. I will. Okay. Thank you, too. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see who else we got. I believe LaShonda's next. Hi, LaShonda. Hi, Julie. How are you? Well, how are you, girl? I've been better. A little bit stressed out lately. What's going on? Just a lot of death and dying in my family here. Oh. And I'm just exhausted. I um, I, I, I don't feel like I've had like a break. Uh, two days ago, three months ago, two days ago, you know, we lost my um little five-year-old nephew. He was killed in a car accident while his mother was driving home. And um, then um, I guess last weekend I went home to a cousin who passed away kind of shocking we weren't expecting that she was the one who took care of everybody else shuttling people to cancer appointments you know for chemo and treatment and whatever and so that was kind of unexpected and as myself and uh, my aunt were heading up to that uh, you know uh, funeral my mother called to tell me that my father's sister passed away my other aunt so we're going to uh, we're going to that tomorrow her wake I'm just exhausted and they say it comes in three so i'm hoping that was it i know well i i I wrote a blog about that a few weeks ago because i had three boom 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 monday tuesday wednesday in one week so people say well that's just an old wives tale well i don't know about that but it's you know (laughs) seemed real to me so it sounds like it's real to you too oh gosh well please tell everybody where you're calling in from South Florida. All righty. Well, this is a Florida group tonight. Um, <laughs> well, do you have a question for me? Uh, no, not particularly. You just called in no. to tell us you were you were grieving and and having a tough time with all of these people passing away. Yeah, pretty much. You know, that's all. Well, you know, have you read that book? Uh. Honestly, no, I haven't finished it. Okay. Well, go back to the book and read it. For what, what I'm talking about, everybody who does, doesn't know about my book, it's called Angelic Attendance. And uh, attendance, like they're going to attend to you when you're dying, not like taking attendance at school. I was going to call it Angelic Escorts till my son Jonathan said, Mom, it sounds like a, you know, a, <laughs> it sounds like a bunch of hookers or something. And I said, okay. Oh, wow. So I changed the title. <laughs> you know, leave that up to a to a um, young man. Uh, the kids will tell you exactly what yeah. they think. <laughs> yeah. Mom, sounds like an escort service. So anyways, um, the thing to remember when you're going to all of these funerals and dealing with all these family members who are grieving LaShonda is there's a glorious component to death. And we all believe, we all decide where we go, when we go, how we go, who's with us when we go. And even the things that are the most traumatic, like your nephew dying in a car crash, he decided that his spirit decided that. That that's that was his time to go, and we as humans have a tough time trying to wrap our heads around that because it's so tragic. But to spirits, it's just an experience. They don't judge good or bad. It's just an experience, and 
the other thing that I want you to remember is when we all die, and we're all going to die, when all of us die, we're surrounded by our deceased loved ones and angels. And it doesn't get any better than that, really. Nobody dies alone because we're all surrounded by these hundreds, if not thousands, of spirits that come to welcome us. I call them the Welcome to Heaven Committee. We're surrounded by these big old angels. We're escorted to heaven by angels. And and our spirits are able to be with multiple loved ones all at the same time. So when you look at it that way, I find that it helps ease some of the pain. It it hopefully will help comfort you and your family. And you may want to want to um, share the book with some of your family members and or Xerox off that 12 phases of transition chart that's on my website, LaShonda, the mm-hmm. AskJulieRyan.com, 12 phases of transition. You can download it as a PDF. And, yeah, and, I can. And I'll people, do that. I'll do that. People that see that, they immediately feel comforted, whether they know anything about this or not. And and the the other thing that's remarkable about this, I believe, is I have always heard my whole life being raised Catholic, at the end of every Catholic funeral, there's a prayer that said, that's called in paradisum. And it's, it's Latin and it means the angels and your loved ones will greet you and lead you into paradise is basically mm-hmm. what it says. And when I mm-hmm. researched it, when I was writing my book, best I could I could find was that it originated as a fifth century Gregorian chant Mm. and I thought oh my gosh those monks or the monk I would imagine it was probably a a group of them who wrote that chant wrote that prayer and put it into put it to music back all those all those millennia ago they saw what I see when somebody's dying. And I have to believe, LaShonda, that that people saw it before the fifth century. It's just by that stage of our history, the monks were the ones who were educated and they were the ones who were able to transcribe things and they could read and write, whereas most people couldn't. You know, most civilizations were illiterate. So I have to believe that since the beginning of time, that this has been what what people have seen when somebody's dying, and then they eventually die. And I and I think we, in the past hundred years, who've become way more educated and way more scientifically based, we've shut down our abilities to see this stuff. Um, I I believe that um, my. Um father and my grandmother, his mother, they, my father died in March of, of one year and uh, my grandmother, his mother attended his funeral and then passed away the following month. And, uh, as she was transitioning, you know, before she got to the point where she was unable to speak again, she, uh, told, um, her daughters, my aunt that she saw him. Yeah. And they were looking around. She, you know, while she could still speak, she said she saw him in the room. Right. So we were all kind of like having that discussion and marveling at that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, she said he well, was there. And that's what I tell people when grandma says she's seeing her, her deceased grandmother who's been dead for a hundred years. Uh, and, and people th- tend to think, oh, grandma's just hallucinating. Grandma's not hallucinating. As people get closer and closer to death, 
they have one foot in this reality, they have one foot in the spirit world, and they can see the deceased loved ones that are there to greet them and lead them into paradise. And so back to the chart, LaShonda, even if you just Xerox that, Xerox, I'm dating myself, if you print that off and you give it to your family members, um, when people see this, it resonates with them deep in their core. It's really interesting to watch, even if they're not believers, even if they don't believe in heaven, even if they don't believe in woo-woo. When people see this, they it, it just brings them comfort, and a lot of people can't tell you why, but I believe it's because throughout the ages, we've been able to see this. So right. consider doing that. When you go to I'm going to do that. I'm going to do yeah. that. Um, I hope it will help my niece, um, um, my little nephew's mom, because uh, she has the survivor's guilt because she was driving that car. She made that left-hand turn. And, you know, when it, so, you know, it's, yeah, it's difficult. But uh, I was just wanting to, you know, thanks for talking to me because I just needed that little so boost, welcome. you know. You are so welcome. You're so welcome. And, and uh, have your niece call me, have her call in, have her schedule a consult. I mean, we can talk to your nephew, to her son, and her son will tell her, Mom, I decided it was my time to go. I was ready to go. I'd done what I wanted to do here. And uh, and that brings a lot of comfort, too. When she gets to that place where you think she, she'd be able to do that, I, I do that a lot with people. Well, when we have more time... Uh maybe just talking one-on-one, which I hope to do in the near future, um, I'm going to tell you just how prophetic those words actually are. The irony will not be lost on you when I share that. Well, we tell don't us. Have time tell us. No. we got a couple of minutes. Tell us abbreviated no. version. <laughs> well, um, it, well um, he passed away um, the day after Father's Day of Uh this year. So he had gone to church with um, um, his cousin's mother. And this is a five-year-old child. And um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with how some of these um, Baptist or Southern churches work, but they have a point in the service where they might open up the floor for anybody who wants to come forward and, you know, kind of give their testimony or share or, you know, actually, you know, uh, verbally acknowledge, you know, that, you know, their belief in Christ or God and that they're, you know, they, you know, dedicate their life or service to him. But um, this little kid decided he was going to go up there and he was just visiting. So my little nephew, his name is AJ, he uh, decided he wanted to go up without prompting. And he went forward, they gave him the mic. And of course, everybody was just thrilled to see this little child go up and do that. Mm -hmm. I was not present, but they told the story over and over because everybody was just so devastated. And they even told it at his uh, funeral during his service. Mm -hmm. Um, But... um, he went up and he only thing this little five-year-old had to say was that he loved his mom and dad. He loved the sisters and brothers and his family. He loved God and he wanted to serve God. And the next day in a manner of speaking, I guess, if you believe that he was with God. As wow. Sad as it was. wow. That but gets he affirmed that at church the day before. Uh-huh. And that was the only thing that kind of brought them comfort. And as they kept reciting that story over and over to everybody who came and whatever, I kept saying, well, you guys don't see the irony of it. Do you not see the connection? And I was just the one that kind of pointed that out. I don't know. Maybe that's the, 
yeah. English yeah. teacher and take, <laughs> take that take the chart to them. I would I would get get a copy of my book for his mom. Okay. And it will help her understand and it will help bring her some comfort hopefully. So thanks for sharing that story with us this evening. What a what Thank a you. special story. And um, I'm so glad you called in tonight, and I hope we've given you a little bit of comfort with everything you're going through. You be a rock for all of your relatives. Indeed, you did. Okay. Thank you. All righty. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, with that, everybody, we are at the end of our time this evening. Remember to follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, go to my blog. You know, sign up for my blog. Put a review on Amazon. Schedule your private consults. Then I'll have you for a whole hour. We get lots of things covered within an hour, and it's a blast. We have so much fun. Even if we're discussing something that's serious, we always have so much fun doing that. And uh, so schedule your private session. And then please, if you have read my book, please leave a review on Amazon because it helps other people find this information. And it is so comforting uh, to people who either have a loved one who's dying or or who have lost somebody recently. And we all know it's going to happen to us sooner or later. It's going to happen to us personally, and it's going to happen to our loved ones as well. With that, everybody, have a great week. And till next time, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.